0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Breakdown Sports Cast. I am your host, Corey Willis. I hope everyone is doing well on a Monday. Had a chance to watch a lot of college football over the weekend. We just wrapped up week 10 of the college football season. It was a fun week. So I hope your favorite team won, got the W this weekend, and you got to celebrate it with your friends and family. Um, As always, we appreciate you guys listening in on the show. Um, We're on many different streaming platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, and Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, and many other streaming platforms. So, we very much um, appreciate you guys listening in on the show. As always, feel free to leave us a like, um, comment, subscribe to the show um it very much helps us um it lets us know what we're um doing and how how we can improve for the future so it, it it's great that you guys can engage with us um each and every week so um, feel free to do that when you can um as always i'm with my good friend and co-host you know who he is he is chris bolton what's going on chris What's going on, Corey? How how we feeling? Hey, <laughs> you know we just wrapped up week ten, heading into week eleven. We're in November now, you know,
1: knee deep in it. So yeah, I'm you know, yeah, feeling yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, I know, cool. I know. We we are knee deep in it. Should should be feeling good. I'm sure some people feeling better than others. Um, this was this was a crazy weekend. If you if you got this W this weekend, baby, you. You earned it, absolutely. We got some games we're gonna talk about. That. there was Some some well earned and and some well deserved dubs, and then some some losses where I'm sure they probably wish they could take back a play or two. <laughs> but we're gonna get to all that. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Like these are the weeks that you know we live for um, on this show, and, and just just in general as college football fans. Um, you love the experience, yep. games I mean, like this, this.
1: We 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 said it would be chaos. Yeah, it did. It, 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 there was some chaos. We 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 For got, sure. yeah, we got our fair share of chaos. We got some chaos, and we got some teams that 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 survived by the hairs on their chinny chin chin. <laughs> chin that, that just just squeaked by. Absolutely, but it wasn't easy. No. <laughs>
0: Not by not by any stretch of imagination, it was it wasn't easy. But you know how it is, Chris. Once you hit November, no game is easy.
1: Nope. Nope. Not even not even the ones you would look at the schedule and think you know this should be an easy one. Nah. It definitely wasn't. Yeah. I think our first the first game we're going to talk about it definitely is a tale of that. Oh, absolutely, um, <laughs> folks! If you
0: if you watch this game over the weekend, um, man, it <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are some people in 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 the Austin area that almost survived like <laughs> near heart attacks <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> but um, but yeah, if you were watching this game, um, the Texas Longhorns hosted Kansas State. Over the weekend, um, this was a very big game for both teams. Um, But for Texas, um, with them holding that number seven spot in the CFP, everything was and still is in front of them um, in terms of trying to make the playoffs. And overall, the Longhorns outlasted. Number twenty-three, Kansas State, thirty-three to thirty, in D.K.R. Um, Texas is now eight and one, and Kansas State is now six and three overall. Um, <laughs>
1: what, what, what do you now think about this game? Is the, the perfect <laughs> way to describe? Yeah. That
0: game. <laughs> what, what do you think overall <laughs> with this game? Because yeah, you you're definitely right. Like. Like they, they fought tooth and nail to come out of this game with the W, and it definitely had
1: its. It oh.
0: definitely had the drama,
1: of course, of the oh, game in sure. November. <laughs> for sure, you know, leading up to this matchup, we we talked about it, and I said I, I took Kansas State, and I feel like everything that played out in the game were the reasons I warned of Kansas State very well winning this ball game. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it was so interesting. Texas came out hot. The yeah. Horns were ahead 17 stilch. Yeah. this I, I, I'm I pretty sure with Longhorn fans were, you might have had a little bit of trepidation, but you were feeling that you had to feel really good. You hadn't seen Texas come out and get to a hot start like this all season long. Oh yeah, there was a lot of people that was like, "We're feeling good." Like I've never really seen this team play yes. this well since the Bama game. I'm look- I'm, I'm kind of liking it. this right now. Then you go to the kitchen, you get well, you get you some snacks. You um, you might have had a phone call. You talking talking to somebody. You chop it up for about twenty minutes, and you come back to the living room and. You turn back the game, and you like, what the <laughs> hell happened? What I missed? Because <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> fastest it was seventeen zero, baby. It was a ball game that quick in an instant. <laughs> they just came back for the locker room, and all of a sudden,
0: hey, you, you woulda. Wanna- you would have been um, wondering if Kona
1: Stallions um, would have been out there on the side. <laughs> like, the K-State, did they steal the signs from Texas? Bruh, it, it was a different, it was a whole different ball game. But it's interesting, like, the, the fact that Kansas State got in this game because they just threw their game plan and what got them to that point. They just threw it away. They got they leaned on Will Howard, Texas. I'm gonna start off by saying this. We going going I'm gonna give Texas his credit for winning the game, mm-hmm. for surviving and then doing what was necessary and needed to win. Um, the guys, my, Malik Murphy made enough plays. He hit Ad Mitchell. On some some big time routes downfield, and that's been the Texas formula. Whether it's Murphy at quarterback or it's Quinn Ewers, mm-hmm. Texas has lived off of the the explosives to get their scores and their touchdowns for the most part this season. And Sark game plan dialed up those plays, and they executed them enough to get the victory. But boy, did they do some some some. Some Texas stuff as well. <laughs> uh, some critical critical turnovers. Kansas State, they made some, some big defensive plays, whether it was forcing a fumble and then turning turn around and, and capitalizing their red zone opportunities. Texas had a couple times, like we mentioned before, the red zone struggles of this team that they didn't turn them into touchdowns. The game could have been much worse than 17-0. That game could have been 31-0 at half. There were a couple possessions that Texas came up short and didn't get anything. And so... Kansas State turned it around and truly made it the ball game that I anticipated it being. And I feel like... Coach Kleiman has beat himself up right now. They took that game by his horns, literally. Pun intended. <laughs> they took the game by, by the horns, and it was the reverse uno. They put the pressure on Texas. And if it wasn't for a couple special teams mistakes, a missed extra point, uh, the missed, the missed field goal... We are probably talking very differently about this ball game, Corey. Um, so both teams had their their mistakes. I think Kansas State should have forced this game to go to overtime and trusted their kicker to kick to get the um, the field goal to continue um, to continue to force the game to go on, but they went for it. Didn't didn't get it, and uh, I I just think that's that's a little tough. I think in that situation, your team was playing better in the second half. You know, it was a tale of two two tapes. That first half was all Texas, and the second half was majority Kansas State. And I think I would have been curious to see how a freshman quarterback in the biggest game of his life performs in overtime because he Malik Murphy did not look like the guy he was that first half. He struggled the second half. So um again, kudos to Texas for getting the win. And I'm not I will not take that away from the Longhorns. They their the defense was stellar, was incredible. You forced Kansas State to not be able to do what they normally do. You like they look like a top 20 defense in the nation, one of the best defenses in the country. But um, uh, again, I, I really do, I feel like Kansas State's probably they they, they have to move on, but they're, I'm sure Coach Kleiman is beating himself up for it, at least not allowing his team to continue to, look, you know, play like they did that second half. They were the better team that second half. And I kind of feel like if the game continued, it would have been very interesting to see how Malik Murphy would, would have responded in an overtime battle with the veteran quarterback on the other sideline.
0: Agreed. Um, <laughs> you know, after a game like this where Kansas State – like they were fighting in this game, um, just the resiliency from this mm-hmm. team to fight back to get in to get them into overtime,
1: have a position. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Like they had an opportunity there to win to win the football game, but <laughs> that resiliency from Texas. Um, Actually helped them to win the football game, and and, and you know being at home, of course, um, you know that, that really energized them as well. I mean, Texas has been pretty pretty good um, at home as of late. So, yeah, no, I, I I totally get what you're saying. That like everything was there for them to win the football you can game, see but um overall <laughs> you got to you got to give it Texas uh, at the end of the day uh you know Malik Murphy throwing two picks um I know you mentioned like the fumbles um of course in the game uh,
1: yeah <laughs> they had yeah, turnovers it, it it was it's literally what we we we, we laid it out there We talked about Kansas State's, you know, red zone defense, Mm -hmm. and that came into play. We talked about Texas's, you know, inefficiencies in the red zone. We talked about Kansas State, such a good third-down team, and when they were in third and manageable, they converted those third downs, especially in the second half. It was so much of what we said lining up and— ultimately it just came down to like and you make the play for the majority of the second half Kansas State made the play but then at the end Texas defense they they forced they made the play at the end of the game to get the stop and to win this game and it's very fitting because the defense that defensive front was, was great all game I mean, to make a team literally say we can't run the ball. We can't do what we do. Kansas State's one of, the 10, one of the 10 best rushing offenses in the country. And they made them be like, we can't run the ball. And they passed the ball the second half, and that's how they got back in the game.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> it, 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 it's amazing how all of those chains chain of events turn this game into the thriller that it's it classic. Looks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just because like, we're down to the wire and we're down to the wire in this game. Kansas State has the opportunity to win
1: it. Just can't see the deal. Mm-hmm. Welcome for the Wildcats, for the reigning Big 12 champions. Um, but I'm sure this team will will answer back. I'm sure they'll be. They they won't let this one sink the season. They already had a tough tough loss to Missouri um, earlier in the year. Another tough loss to a team we'll talk about here in a little bit, Oklahoma State. Um, and it wasn't expected for them to win this game. I'm sure they expected to, but they'll 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 bounce back. But Texas, the Longhorns are still sitting pretty in position where they want to be, mm-hmm. and, and they have everything. They control their own destiny, you know. And they they can very they're very well right there in the running to make the playoff as a one loss team.
0: Absolutely. So, so yeah, I'm 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 very much. Um, I was very much pleased to see how Texas um, fought back in this game uh, overall. Um, Just because they were right there to lose this this football game. And, you know, they were resilient to the end. And I am, uh, and I was pleased to see how they started off in the game. Because they they started off hot.
1: They did. Now you just need them to put it together for 40 minutes. Yeah, that, that's the only thing. For 60 minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, putting putting it together, putting a good game plan together for 60, 60 minutes is a must now um, for, for for Texas. So uh, we'll, we'll see what Sark and company does now. Like you said, they're 8-1 and one now. They're still sitting pretty. Everything is uh, still in front of them uh, when it pertains to the CFP. So we'll see what happens going forward.
1: Right. Next up, take on in-state foe, TCU. mm mm-hmm. um, I think, I'm curious to see what the status of Quinn's shoulder is. It's been two weeks. I think this is an injury. It's only like three to four weeks it takes to heal.
0: Mm-hmm
1: so we'll see if he plays in this TCU game I personally think they will hold him out you don't want to risk a re-injury bringing him back too soon whether it's for the season and also for the player I mean Quinn is a projected first round pick Mm -hmm. you know so I'm sure Texas will do right by Quinn Um, if you can get by Kansas State I'm sure they feel confident they can get by TCU. No knock to, uh, to the Horn Frogs. But And then after you have TCU, you have a trip to Iowa State. I know the Cyclones just lost, but the Big 12 is the Big 12, and that won't be an easy game, I think, at Iowa State. And then you finish off the regular season with Texas Tech coming to town, and you, you know. Rivalry games that's, that's enough said right there. No matter what the records are of the team that year, it can it can be interesting. So, absolutely, Texas still—they should be favorites in all their games moving forward. But they just gotta—they gotta take care of business, man. You know, can't have that letdown after getting a big win like this one.
0: Right, exactly. So, uh, we'll see what. We'll we'll see what, what goes um, what happens from here for Texas, um, and we'll we'll see what happens with K State going, uh, um, as we head down the stretch, um, just for both teams, be because everything's still in uh, in front of in front of both teams to have a good season. But as for Texas,
1: um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see what happens, see if they can finish strong. See, so yeah, can they get over the hump? Sark has had good teams. Can he get this team to the playoff? That's that's the question. Yep, that's the this, question everyone wants to know. This, this is do you have. I struggle to believe next year's defense will be better than this. I feel like you have. This is this is an elite defense. You don't wanna waste this defense. You have a, an NFL quarterback. I know you got some guys who could very well end up being NFL QBs with Murphy and Arch and, and waiting, but you don't wanna you don't wanna take this year for granted. You you need to to maximize this season. Hey. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure I'm sure all the Texas fans agree.
0: Absolutely. You you went out this season. You have a shot at being in that playoff. Just let everything else happens the way that it's intended to, you know, and stay the course. Is what they say. Mm -hmm. um, That that's all I can say when it when it comes when it comes to Texas. So we'll we'll see we'll see, but but people are happy. Um, in Austin after that win,
1: I bet they are. They they, <laughs> they know that man. <laughs> that game we could be a we could have a whole other discussion today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why well, start didn't do this? Why well, start didn't do that? Yeah, it, it could be one of them days, but it's not. Yeah. So I'm sure they are happy. You mm-hmm. look, a win is a win. Exactly. Any way you can get it. <laughs> Any way you can get it. <laughs> Oh man,
0: but yeah, anything else you want to add to this game, Chris, before we move on?
1: Nah, nothing else to add to this one. Um We can we can keep it all moving, man. We speaking of chaos. It was there was there was bedlam at Bedlam. <laughs> oh boy,
0: Bedlam, one of the greatest college football rivalry names that I can think of. Um in the sport of college football. And you're right, Chris. This was Bedlam.
1: <laughs> from top <laughs> to bottom. It was he. Yes. <laughs> so,
0: so yeah. The final Bedlam game, ladies and gentlemen, um, happened over the weekend. It did live up to the hype. Number 22, Oklahoma State, defeated number nine, Oklahoma 27 to 24 Mike Gundy was happy. He said this win was much needed <laughs> for his program and yeah, the Bedlam game as what we know it um, what we've what we've seen this rivalry to be um, won't be happening going forward um, anytime soon. Um now that Oklahoma is heading into the SEC and starting next year in 2024. So um yeah. Oklahoma State got the W. They advanced to seven and two on the season. Um Oklahoma Um is now seven and two. They have their second loss of the season. And now it's pretty much solidified that Oklahoma is out of the running for the playoffs. So we'll, we'll see what happens on Tuesday when we get the new CFP rankings. But overall, Chris, um,
1: what did you think of this game? This game was crazy. It was everything I thought it would be. Um, kudos to, Oklahoma State they they made it happen and it was it was interesting to see how they made it happen of course leading up to this ball game we talked about the greatness of Ollie Gordon and he played great of course he had over... 100 rushing yards, had 137 rush yards, two touchdowns. Great but game by him. It was Rashad Owens who stole the show for Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Bro, I feel like he had every pass thrown to him. <laughs> he had two receptions. So. Can't 136 yards. They just kept targeting him, and it was working. <laughs> so, he had a big-time game for this... Um, for the Cowboys, but the play, I will be remiss if I didn't mention this, the play that I'm sure Sooners fans won't be letting go for a while was the pass interference that was not called in the end zone when Drake Stoops had a chance to catch a touchdown late in the ball game. Um it's a tough no call. It was definitely a, a a PI. Yeah. And you hate that that happened in this a game of this magnitude. And I'm sure Oklahoma's a little salty about that, but there were opportunities in this game that it didn't it shouldn't have come to that if Oklahoma executes. And I think this is just a product of, like, this is just sports. There are so many plays and moments that don't get called. But there are, like, ten other plays in the ball game. if you execute properly. That play doesn't have to be called. You know what I'm saying? That that, that you don't have to leave it in the, the ref's hands, as coaches love to say. And I'm sure that's what the coaches will tell us. Yes, they didn't call that call. But we shouldn't put him in position to where we needed that to win the game. <laughs> and so uh, that's my takeaway, is that it's a terrible missed call. Um, but I don't think it over; it should overshadow. It, it should take away the shine from Oklahoma State putting together a very solid performance, over 300 pass yards, uh, over 100 on the ground. Oklahoma did well, too. Drake Stoops balled out. But there was still some money left out there on the field. You know what I'm saying? Oklahoma didn't collect. and Uh, It it shows on the scoreboard. You know, they they very well, I feel like, played the better game and should have left Stillwater with the W. mm -hmm. But they didn't.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they they definitely um, winning that game. Not, not I mean you you never want to go into any game uh, one to lose, especially to your rival. But oh man, they that's why the game was so
1: crazy because we know it's not happening again for what at least the next ten years probably. Yeah, that's what makes that's what makes them. Probably
0: feel sick to the stomach right now, is knowing that your little brother
1: so Bro Man, could you imagine? Um, <laughs> imagine A and M beating Texas, and then there's like a a 12 year gap, 15 year gap before Texas could play A and M again. fans. <laughs> 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 you know oh, Man, it's just. That would be crazy. That, that's a, that's the Oklahoma equivalent of what's going on, though, with this one. Yeah. are no, you, no, you're right. Because you. Like,
0: unless there's a bowl game that transpires between you two, that's the only time you get in this game. Mm hmm. Flat out. So. So, yeah. It's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hats off to Oklahoma State. Um, like they fought like hell to win this football game, and they were they were going back and forth with each other. Of course. Uh, it, oh yeah. Like it, this game did live up to the hype. At times, you were looking at it like, man, this is the most Betlem game oh, <laughs> I've, <goodness>. ever, <laughs> I've, I've ever seen. Of course, like
1: it, it, it had everything. That place was rocking too, man. Oh yeah, it, it was rocking. It, it
0: it was rocking.
1: You knew when the game was over, that the, they were going to storm the field. I mean, it had everything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what made it so special. Of course, you know you, you watch you watch all of these college football games, and then you know knowing one was was going to happen now with the realignments um on the on the horizon and and everything it's just man you see a rivalry like this so prestigious um finish in this way, you see the crowd you know just celebrating and yeah mm-hmm. you just you just look at uh, you just look at those moments and you're just like, man, this is what rivalries like this are all about this is what college football is all about so um, so yeah, like I said, hats off to Oklahoma State. Big win. 72 now. Um <laughs> they're actually in the driver's seat um at that number 2 spot. now so they they look to be the um top contenders um that want to face Texas um uh, by the time we hit the Big Twelve championship game. So I'm I'm sure that game is gonna be big and I can't wait to see it. But yeah, anything else, um, Chris, you want to mention about
1: this game? So and we look at the schedule, Oklahoma State is in prime position to play in the Big Twelve championship game. Mm-hmm. You had a win over Kansas earlier in the season. You also now I got the win over Oklahoma. Iowa State beat you, but Iowa State lost to Kansas this weekend, which is a big help. So, we, we could potentially, you know, when you look at these three remaining games in the regular season at UCF, at Houston, home against BYU, all games Oklahoma State should win. Mm-hmm. Look, we might be looking at a Texas Oklahoma State Big 12 championship game Ollie Gordon and what he you know, possesses at running back his his talents going up against that Texas front seven That'd be very interesting to see you know I, I, I'm intrigued I'm intrigued I would like to see it Hey, I would love yeah. I would
0: love to see <laughs> you and me both I would love to see uh Ollie Gordon take on that Texas defense.
1: Like take my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real though. And you I'm curious to see just how Oklahoma State closes the season. We've seen Oklahoma State have good teams before. Can they seal the deal though? You got the win over Oklahoma. Great. Can you punctuate this season and win out, at least for the regular season, and put yourself in position to play in the January bowl game? One of the big, one of the big six games. Yeah. Potentially be a two-loss team to make the playoff. We don't know what's going to happen as this season continues. So you just gotta win game by game, but there's a lot of football left to be played. We we'll talk about in our our show next week. I'm, I mean not next week, but um, later on this week, mm-hmm. as we as we preview the matchups. Georgia and Ole Miss play. I can't wait for um, that game. <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot that can still happen. There's a lot lot That has to take place So Oklahoma State I know they have two losses I don't think we can just say They're out of the mix though If you went out And then potentially win The Big 12 championship game And what the boost That can be to your resume too now With wins over Oklahoma And potentially at Texas So There's still a lot to play for For them And we'll We'll see how they uh, Close out this season
0: Yeah Indeed, indeed. So, we'll, we'll keep a close eye on it. And just, um, just because it's Big 12 conference this year, uh, Well, OU and Texas you know, being there, being its last, and you know all of the other teams that have been playing competitive in the conference. It's been fun. So,
1: um, yeah, it's, it's been wacky. It's, it's only going to wack. get wackier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the Big 12. I mean, you think looking at the pre, you know, going into the preseason, into the, from the preseason into the season, you're like, oh, okay, this is how it's going to play out. Nope. No. Nope. No. Who would have? No. Who you, you don't know how it's it. going to play out. <laughs> exactly. Ollie Gordon wasn't even a starting running back for Oklahoma State to start the season. It took him... F- Four, like game four to get the starting spot and now he's putting up Heisman numbers has over a thousand yards rushing this season it's just crazy yeah
0: yeah he he, he is he is very impressive wow with, with yes one of my
1: favorite players to watch play football in college mm-hmm. and there's a, a few more that we'll talk about that we saw in the next the next game oh yeah we'll we, recap hey we can do it now.
0: <laughs> we, we can do it now. If if, if you're all good on on um, on everything we talked about in in with the Bedlam game.
1: Yeah, so I think I am. Um tough loss for Oklahoma.
0: Mhm.
1: But like we said, we felt like they were a little um ahead of schedule. Mhm. This team has its flaws and didn't help that they had their mistakes. Even their head coach had a critical mistake. Got called for um, a personal foul and gave Oklahoma State 15 yards. Oklahoma State was backed up at the goal line on the drive that they made downfield to win the ball game. So you can't have those kinds of mistakes. Where your coach loses is cool. So I think it's a a tough a tough loss for Oklahoma. A learning moment for Venables as a head coach. He's been a spectacular DC, but you know, not his best moment in um in that ball game with that with that flag being thrown on him. But uh, you know, it is what it is. I think we're, we're about to really see what Oklahoma is made of. We knew they were going to come out ready for that game. There was no way they weren't going to, even though they lost to Kansas, but. Now is where we really see, like, we're going to really find out, like, who Oklahoma is after a tough loss, like, in this game.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I, I think I think this team, while they're very much improved uh, over last year's team, this team is not quite at the level of a Texas yet. And they beat Texas. But in terms of handling, handling, handling the adversity, they just they're not quite there yet. But um, they can still have a good season um, to close out, and we'll see what happens um, in bowl season with OU. But um, but no, I, I definitely agree with you. So we'll see. We we'll, we will see what happens. Yes, sir. All right. Well, partner, we got through UT and K-State. We took care of Bedlam. You want to talk about some LSU and Bama now? Let's do it. All right. So, we had LSU and Alabama in T-Town over the weekend. Um, This game was very much a game that I wanted to witness just because of the implications um, with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know whoever whoever took control in this game and ultimately won they were pretty much in the driver's seat um, in the SEC West division. but overall, Chris. The tide.
1: Defeated
0: the tide, baby Rose yes. Tide defeated the LSU Tigers 42 to 28 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's now 8 and 1. LSU is now 6 and 3. And yeah, Alabama's pretty much riding high. They've figured out what their identity is on offense, their defense Playing a little better. Uh, Jalen Miro, he, he was 15 for 23 with 219 yards passing. But where he shined and where he shines is with his legs. Yes. 20 carries, 155 yards with four touchdowns. This man was the workhorse. Is. He is the workhorse of this Alabama team, I should say. Got him mm-hmm. the W. And Nick Saban was very much, pre- very much pleased with his performance, but also very much pleased with his team, um, with battling a pretty good LSU team and finding a way to win. So mm-hmm. what did you think overall, Chris, about this game? I
1: think Alabama... They they played a really good game. This team has just continued to improve. They've improved so much throughout the course of this season. And Jalen Milro has had his struggles, but I think now they have really like tuned this offense to maximize his abilities. They have started to find some guys in that receiving core. Isaiah Bond is someone who has emerged. That they are continuing to get the ball and space in his hands. Yeah, that was a guy that, yeah, that he is miss. someone I, I I really like. Yeah, and that was a problem to start of the season. They they changed the rotation. They changed their lineup at receiver. They they, they got some guys out here who we didn't see initially to start the year. And now they were able to get their shine and to prove themselves. And it's paying off. And that is what Alabama needed. They needed some guys to step up and and showcase, you know, give us a reason to play you. We 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 they needed some talent. All the talent they lost their receiver over the years, they needed some guys to step up. And so Isaiah has provided that spark. Um Kendrick Law is another player who's had his moments. Um but also the the backs. You know, the backs have been big time too. You got guys like Roydale Williams you know he's been playing solid jace mcclellan um they alabama isn't flashy those guys aren't the flashiest players (laughs) you know they 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 aren't the biggest they aren't the fastest running backs they're good and they get the job done they've been very sound and i think um It's just we got to give credit to this team for improving and the coaching staff for continuing to find ways to put these guys who might not be the Jalen Waddles, the Henry Ruggs, the Devontae Smiths, the Calvin Ridleys, the, I mean, all the, the lineage of running backs that Alabama's had, it might not be those guys. But they're still very good players, and they're out here winning winning big-time games and coming into their own. So, um, Bama is nobody to take lightly. And this team, as much as we might have wanted to dead them off in the playoff race early on after losing to Texas, they are very much alive and playing for a national championship. I
0: agree, and like the performance of, of Miro like this is this is who Alabama is now, folks. Um, and I think you can even ask Nick Saban, um, like they embrace with who they are. They're they're embracing with who they are this year. They're not the flashy Alabama team um, that you've seen in the past this is who they are like they're not like totally explosive in every single offensive position but mm-hmm. they play very hard um, when plays need to be made they will make them and you have guys like Jayla Miro that is so athletic You know You have to put guys like that on the field And Let them be them And I think Nick Saban has figured out That it's best to just Let Jalen be Jalen And He's done a really Good job with getting that coaching staff To adapt To that, to adapt to what His skill set is And hey, Just letting him go with it And um, Milro himself has—he's taken it upon himself to, you know, be that calm, cool, and collected quarterback out there that he, that he can be for his team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he doesn't get phased by really much of anything. When when the going gets tough, he's still out there doing what he needs to do to, you know, lead his team to victory. So, no, you're yeah, right.
1: Chris. I mean LSU had them in some third and longs. Yeah. But they weren't long enough. <laughs> he still's going he, he still got you 12, 13 yards in some in <laughs> some cases you well know, with his legs and extended drives. Um He just He's a he's a very talented dual threat Q B and is only getting better and better with each start. More experience. Um in this game, LSU did lose quarterback Jaden Daniels early in the fourth quarter after a hit he took to the chin mm-hmm. um, for a possible concussion. He was out for the rest of the game. Granted, play like Alabama kind of had this game in a had, – had the game wasn't over by any means, but Alabama was definitely on their way to winning the game when – Daniels left but it was it would have been nice to see Daniels be able to play the entire fourth and if he could have helped LSU spark a comeback but Alabama's defense had already proven they could get stops on Daniels so um, I don't think that taints that change or you know manipulated the outcome of this ball game at all
0: nah no, you, you're right. Um, it, it, it's tough that we didn't get to see Daniels finish out the football game um, at, at, at the time of us recording this show, um, I think he is in concussion protocol um after that he mm-hmm. um, made by Dallas Turner so um so you know as of right now we, we don't we don't know what the status is on him going forward, but um, we wish him the best, of course. But, um, yeah, it, it's yeah. tough. We wish we wish we would have saw this game all the way through with him out there.
1: Definitely. It's tough for LSU, man. Three losses at this point. I mean, Still have to play a and I mean, I know it doesn't sound like the toughest challenge, but as we saw this weekend, you better ask Ole Miss. And we, I said, Jumbo got one more in him, and he almost, he almost got deep. He he reached his bag to try to make it happen against the Rams. <laughs> hey, we'll, sure he, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he if he. I'm sure he's going to try to make it happen against LSU when that time comes, but... Yeah. Yeah. That was... That game was crazy, too. But, yeah. um, (laughs) Tough tough for LSU, man. Three losses already at this point. Yeah. Not not the season that Tigers fans envisioned at the start. No. I mean... Especially with the 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 offense like this.
0: Yeah. When you look at this team, you would... I mean, you can just look at this team on paper, and you're like, "Man, this is a team that's prime
1: to lead you into the CFP."
0: This, this
1: is this is, this is one of the best offenses in the nation. I mean, it's right there with with Oregon and your Washingtons. Um, Jaden Daniels still, still, is going to be the SEC Player of the Year to me. And can still earn a an invite for the Heisman Trophy. I don't think he's going to win it, but I still think he's the numbers say it all. Oh, that boy should be invited. He need to be in New York for that.
0: Yeah, I I think so. It, it, look, stats
1: speak speak for himself. And this and they have three losses. That's tough, man. That's how bad his defense is. Yeah, <laughs> it's Great. not an LSU defense. No, well, it's dude, not. I, I'm not sure they got the best defense in the State of Louisiana. <laughs> Tulane might have a better defense. You know what? You you you, you get
0: you you know you getting somewhere now. Like that, that Tulane <laughs> defense is pretty good. That Tulane team just overall is pretty decent team.
1: So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean... Who well, we would have thought we'd have been saying that in preseason? I know we all thought Tulane was good. But we wouldn't expect Tulane to have the best, the best defense in the state. Huh? Yeah. You of of them might need to see if, me, raising, if the if, you know, was it Louisiana now? I think they took off the, uh, instead of saying Louisiana, Lafayette, but just called Louisiana. Yeah. Their defense might be right there with LSU, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's how much <laughs> Well that's
0: but well, that's rough. I I can't I I can't help
1: it's you rough. with that LSU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tough for Brian Kelly, um, and he knows it. This I think it's out of his control. Mm-hmm. They. Mm. They, just, they, they need some young guys to emerge. They tried to fix things in the portal. The portal has not worked for, for patching up the secondary, and they they going to have to get after it in the recruiting trail. I'm going to have to see what their, their class is currently looking like, but I'm sure it probably has an elite corner prospect in it committed already if it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, they, they Because
0: they need help in their secondary. And, yeah, they, if there was anything you could say that was keeping LSU away from making it far this year, was that secondary. That That secondary and the defensive line as well, just because they've been off and on
1: a lot this year. And does it, it hurts too? Because they lost one of their key guys mm-hmm. early in the season, I believe. Um, is it was it to cancer news of of him having cancer? Yeah, it, I, I, yeah. Their uh, defensive basically. tackle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be a, he was going to be a big player for them. I mean, it's just so it's tough to replace those kind of guys, but. Nobody cares about that at the end of the day, you know. I mean, your LSU, you're supposed to have somebody next man up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. No, but, I, I agree. Yes, <laughs> it that, that gets lost in the grand scheme of things, right? You know, same when you look in the history books.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's that next
0: man up mentality is is huge and. So far this this year, LSU hasn't had the opportunity to. Um, Nobody's emerged. In yeah, the- no, no one's emerged from from that. Um, so yeah, it's definitely set them back um, this season. But hey, I mean, <laughs> if if I was a head coach and I lost three games. And those three games were against Bama, mm-hmm. Ole Miss, and Florida State. Um, I mean. Three teams in the top 10. Yeah. <laughs> but I can understand, you know, you are LSU. You should be the one. Well, we'll Bama
1: will potentially. Let me see. Yeah, Bama's a top 10 team. Yeah. Yeah. Bama's number eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bama's eight. Ole Miss, 10. Um. Florida State is what three? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, it's not bad. But you want to win one of those too?
0: <laughs> no, you're right. You do. So <laughs> it's um it, it it's it's schedule, unfortunate baby. though if you're yeah right. The schedule is diff, is difficult. It's unfortunate for LSU fans, but. You know, that's just the
1: way it is. Things will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the way it is. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, bro. bro. But yeah.
0: Bro. Big game for Alabama. Um, they, they look like they finally started to figure out who they are. Um, what their identity
1: is. and Yeah, they, they, they know who they are. Yeah. I feel confident saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you got on this one?
0: No. No, I have nothing else on, on this game. Um, kudos to Alabama. Um, they're 8-1, and we'll, we'll see what happens on Tuesday um, after a victory like this.
1: Goodness. I'm good on it, too, so... We can just want move on to the one that had us confuddled. We know what the heck was gonna happen in this one. Look, let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> let's do it
0: now. I've been ready to talk about this game. So So yeah, folks, um we're about to head out west to our last game, um, that we're gonna talk about um on today's show. Um that game being the Washington Huskies taking on the USC Trojans in California um, yeah this this game was very very fun uh, both quarterbacks one being Michael Penix Jr a guy with Heisman aspirations the resume speaks for itself I think he's going to be one of the top candidates in for that Heisman by the time we get there. Taking Mm -hmm. on Heisman Trophy winner last season, Caleb Williams. This game lived up to the hype. I loved it. And at the end, Washington Huskies, number five Washington Huskies, defeated number 20 USC Fifty-two to forty-two, and now Washington is nine and zero. USC is now seventy-three. We just heard that Lincoln Riley has fired his defensive coordinator. He is out. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh. this this game this game was very much exciting. Uh, uh, like I said, Michael pennis Jr., he was 20 for 30, 256 yards with two touchdowns um, through one interception. Caleb Williams, he was 27 for 35 with 312 yards with three
1: and touchdowns. some ridiculous place. <laughs> that fourth down when he rolled out and turned back around and had the arm strength to throw it to the... The opposite end zone. Yeah. Corner of the end zone for that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I was watching that live. I said, What the heck? And not just that. The the flea flicker
0: from when Did he just do that? <laughs> I can't even call it a flea flea flicker. It was supposed to be a running play that
1: turned out to be a passing play for a touchdown. I mean, there was there was a bunch of different plays in this game that were just jaw dropping. This game was wacky. <laughs> yes, because Washington had a running game. Yeah, at, at which,
0: which folks we we have to talk about that right now. Dylan Johnson, former Mississippi State running back, Dylan Johnson, was a beast in this game. We I know we like talking about beast. But Dylan Johnson, he had himself a game. Twenty-six carries, two hundred and fifty-six yards with four touchdowns. Just a monster day by Johnson. Um, yeah, I, I I can't say anything anymore. What did you What did you think about um, just the performance from Washington, Chris, in this game? So
1: Washington, they. They are such a, a interesting team, Corey. Like, I don't know if we learned anything else about them this weekend, honestly.
0: <laughs> Could they be the I most I really don't know if we learned anything football? about them. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I think you're right, but I, they're just a weird football team, man.
1: They ran up and down the field on USC. And, I mean,. I'm going a, I'm to a veer off on a tangent, a slight tangent real quick. Mm-hmm. I think the defensive coordinator being fired, he is the scapegoat. There is there is an internal problem in this program. Like, there is something deeper than the D.C. and this defense being bad. There is... It's not... It's, it can't be on just solely the, the defensive coordinator. I think there is... The values in this program. I just don't think they align to being with how this team is constructed. So many transfers. So I think it's really hard and difficult to kind of develop the kind of defense that you need to win when you have so much change with this with this USC program. And also Lincoln Riley's track record ain't one of teams that play defense, not at his past stops either. No, if you look at so that like, Oklahoma team, <laughs> <laughs> they don't play defense. They never played defense when he was at Oklahoma. <laughs> so I really think this, uh, the defensive coordinator being let go, I don't know. I th- it seems like he was in a tough position to start because I just don't feel like they care about defense at USC. No. But um
0: yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was just I was just pretty much agreeing to you. I, I Oh I yeah. definitely don't think they, they care about it just because of the look at your coach.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for him to be fired, I don't, I ain't really feeling that. I know the defense has been not good, but still I just don't I'm not really feeling that. But um with Washington, Dylan Johnson Dylan Johnson was running like he was back in Mississippi and in, 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 in high school in Mississippi. I mean, that boy was <laughs> he was balling. He had more, he had more yards than Mississippi State had <laughs> in offense against Kentucky. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> it burns,
1: <laughs> but it's, he alone. Had more yards than Mississippi State's entire offense on Saturday. The former Bulldog. Oh, God. I don't think he made a bad move transferring to Washington. It's panning out pretty nicely right now. No, I think he took...
0: I think when you look at it, I I, I think he made the right decision at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) For sure.
1: I think so. For sure, but... It will, be curious, it will be interesting to see, does this move forward? Can Washington continue to run the ball? Now, odds are, they just played a USC team, excuse me, whose defense is so atrocious that they just fired their defensive coordinator in the middle of the season. So that doesn't give me too much hope that this Washington running attack that has been missing in action all season will sustain and continue as we close out the regular season. But if they have somehow found a rushing game, Mm -hmm. Washington is dangerous. They can continue to run the football the way they did Saturday with what (laughs) Michael Penix and that receiving core he has. Mm -hmm. Washington... Washington's a little little more for real then, if that's the case. If if they can be a balanced, complete team. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think they will be, but I mean, there is a possibility. There is a chance.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, uh, uh, Michael Peters Jr., I mean, while he had a great day himself, I mean, we learned a lot. About this Washington Huskies team, where we were just all surprised, like, man, they can really be a ground and pound football team as well
1: who who would have saw that coming, Chris N- nobody but it makes all the <laughs> sense in the world because of who it was against Corey, yeah, it was against u s c
0: it just all reverts back to that
1: again. All, I I don't want to, I'm not trying to take any credit away from Washington, but at the same time, we got to keep it a bunk. And we've been saying all season how bad USC's defense is. And the one game when Washington can finally run the football, it just happened to be against USC. <laughs> take that for what you will. <laughs> I, I just think
0: Because I know you mentioned uh, the defensive coordinator being the scapegoat for this USC um, team. Like, because we know that Lincoln-Riley teams are terrible at playing defense, like, I'm sorry. I just don't look at that as being enough for Lincoln-Riley to to get out of dodge on this one, Chris. Like, at some Mm -hmm. point... Boosters, administration has to um, pin Lincoln Riley in a corner and say, "Why isn't this team being competitive defensively? What do we need <laughs> need to make sure for you that you have all the resources to go out there and get some of the best talent defensively? Because this is just unacceptable at this point."
1: It is, it is, it's beyond unacceptable. You have a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who returned. Normally, when your quarterback wins the Heisman, his ass is in. It goes to the NFL the next season. You know, he ain't normally on your roster back next the following year. Nah, he gone. He out of here. He ain't. He, yeah, he definitely ain't gonna be after this year but nah (laughs) that's it the fact that you have squandered a year where you have the best quarterback in the nation and what this offense does at times and and, you know there is potential and the points they put up and everything I mean you know it's a very good offense to no avail um This is a team that can very well finish out the year with a very disappointing record. A very, very disappointing record because it doesn't get any easier. You got to go up against that man. Who would have thought we'd have been calling him that man at this point of the year, but Bo Nix... You got to go up against the Morgan Ducks, buddy. Congratulations on losing to Washington. <laughs> Next up, you got to go to the Austin Zoo. <laughs> you you, you know. got to go to the gulag. I don't know if you play Call of Duty, Corey, but they the USC to the gulag. You got to go play <laughs> Oregon.
0: Oh, my God. Like, look, it, it, was, it was one thing of seeing Oregon beat down on Colorado earlier in the year, Chris. hmm uh, I, I think this game, compared to that game, it's going to be more than a beat
1: down. <laughs> it's, oh, it's oh be you can guarantee. Down. You can guarantee that's going to be a Bolton bet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Later on in this week, you can guarantee it. <laughs> that game is going to be a it's going to be a bloodbath yes but but yeah and and USC already has three losses this team potentially can finish the season they're 7-3 and three, and you got Oregon UCLA Amen. Hey, man <laughs> we're going to see. They might end up... Is the holiday bowl still a thing? Oh, yeah. I think you know, so. At least, you know, these bowl games, their names change every year. We <laughs> might end up in the holiday bowl this year. Hey,
0: let's let's see right quick. <laughs> just, just for <laughs> quick giggles. <laughs> because, you know, we're getting... We're getting a little closer to bowl season, Chris. I think we can start, you know, kind of thinking about which bowl. Trying to to map things out
1: and project. Yeah. Yeah. They they might end up in the holiday bowl this year. (laughs) Who saw that coming? Oh, my gosh. So, let's
0: see. Yes. We have at San Diego, Chris, the direct TV
1: Holiday bowl. Direct TV. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Them boys they ain't even gonna have to travel too far. They're gonna have to stay in the state.
0: Exactly. And get beat down on direct TV. Oh
1: man, it's tough, man. It's tough. <laughs> and then more than likely, happen. if you're in the hot be in the holiday bowl, I know who ain't gonna be playing in the holiday bowl. <laughs> you're probably gonna be starting a new quarterback for that game.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just a it's a it's a disaster disaster of a season for USC. Yeah, it really is. This is a <laughs> yeah, this is a flat out disaster. There's no other way to put it. Um, i I'm, I'm curious to see Lincoln Riley's status if he sticks around. Because, mm-hmm. like I said. I think it's a, a program issue and it starts with the head coach as to why this team does not care on defense. No. And so something has to give Chris at some point. You if you ain't if you ain't gonna ball out this year with with Caleb Williams at quarterback, mm-hmm. I don't care how much better the defense is next year, <laughs> that offense is not going to be it's not going to be what it was the last two seasons mm-hmm. you just don't replace a Kayla Williams no so I'm very curious to see well, if Lincoln Riley if he gets out of dodge if he, if he makes a move because mm-hmm. I personally think he does I don't think he's I don't think he's back at USC next year I don't know we'll see <laughs> It this is so crazy. You remember when he first got
0: there and he was like, Oh man, I you know, I'm happy to be here. He people from Oklahoma was just livid that he just left and and and, and made the, the school like buffoons, Chris, and <laughs> and if this guy leaves literally what
1: was this his second year? Uh mm-hmm. huh. If he leaves, they'd have had uh, some. They done had a coach leave real soon in his tenure before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> they have some striking some similarities. Both love offense, you know. That they do. <laughs> but but <laughs> the, the the difference between
0: the other guy and Lincoln is that the other guy. He's a having a good season at another school right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's learned from his ways. Yeah. Kiffin has learned he's he's learned a thing or two from, from his time and in, in, in coaching. Right. Or so it seems, you know. He's got got things rolling out there at Ole Miss. Speaking of Lane Kiffin, we might as well touch on this game. So let's go ahead
0: and, and and
1: do and
0: do our quick blitz on on all the rest of the games this week. Anything else you want to talk about? Washington.
1: There, there ain't nothing else that we need to talk about. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, I agree, agree. But yeah. But, but but speaking of Lane Kiffin, mm-hmm. I had that game on on the side while watching Kansas State and Texas. It was so. there was. That news slate, slight tangent. The news slate we had this past Saturday. That is one of the all-time news slates. It was great. That that might have been the best news slate we had this year. Ain't no might that was that was. The, the drama, the quality of games. That Kansas State Texas game going on at the same time. <laughs> as Ole Miss and AM and and how that game finished, going on at the same time with Florida and Arkansas going to <laughs> overtime as well. Irrelevant nationally, but just for the love of the game, all that was going on at once. It was too much, Corey. It was so much going on, and it was so glorious. I loved it. It was amazing. But that A&M Ole Miss game was off the rails as well. <laughs> A and, like, A&M, A&M very well could have won that game. They could have, but they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Ole Miss survives. Jimbo almost had it. I knew Jimbo was going to – he was going to dig deep in his bag to try to get that one. That man's fighting for his job. He needed that one. <laughs> Couldn't do it. But, you know, Ole Miss, top 10. Top 10 team in the nation. You got to give it to. Jackson Dart threw for over 300 yards against that AM defense. hmm We got a game Saturday. <laughs> Ole Miss in Georgia should be interesting. A chance, for, a chance for Lane to get that 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 real premier signature win that he's looking for at Ole Miss. If he beats Georgia, they're gonna start working on that statue of Lane Kiffin the next day. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna erect the a statue of that man out there in Oxford if he gets his a win over Georgia.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, oh. Look. They they keep finding ways to win, Chris. And they do.
1: That's that's all. And it's not it's not normal ways either. The defense is stepping up. Mm-hmm. That's what's been missing. I agree. Like,
0: and I, I you can't you can't say anything any, any differently. Like they're they're finding ways to win these football games. The defense each week steps up and. You know, leads the team to victory, and it's all and it's different guys out there on on defense, swarming to the football,
1: making plays. It's 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 quite it's quite the sight to see, and it's it's as two Mississippi State, uh, you know, grads, alumnus. It hurts a little bit to see just how high Ole Miss is <laughs> at this point in time in the <laughs> national landscape. And to see Mississippi State getting out rushed by a running back, getting getting out total yards by a running back having more. I mean, it's 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 rough. It's rough. You know, M- Mississippi, Mississippi State is down bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, from from watching Ole Miss play and 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 persevere like they have all season, but especially in this game this past weekend, and then looking, you know, down south from Oxford, this team is terrible. There's no way garbage. There's no
1: other way around it. For garbage, you could not. I would not believe you if you told me. If I was just dropped and dropped to the earth at this point in time, and I got to see Mississippi State and Kentucky, and what this Mississippi State team is, and then a couple hours later I watched Arizona play UCLA, and Arizona beat UCLA. You cannot tell. You cannot convince me. And Mississippi State somehow beat Arizona earlier this season. <laughs> no, you can't talk about a twist. <laughs> but yeah. I mean it's, it, it, it's it's been it's been one hell of a year and it was a another weekend for the ages. Um like I said, we've been We've been pumping up Arizona. I got to bark real quick. We've been pumping up Arizona, and we, I said, Tim Betts, <laughs> take that Arizona money line, and Arizona came through and got a big time win over UCLA. Look out, the Wildcats are coming. They coming. They they they're gonna close here out strong. They are they are well on their way. They're about to be ranked. And you love to see it. We do love to see it. We do love to see it. And Clemson fans, I'm sure they love seeing Dabo find a way. They beat Notre Dame. Look, my man Dabo was
0: challenging fans on the over the radio. Apply for his job. Apply for my job. <laughs>
1: He challenged his team. You got to gotta go get a win after the, after, after talking like that yeah. on the radio show.
0: <laughs> he challenged his team, beat Notre Dame thirty one to twenty three, <laughs> and, and and pretty much said, "Hey, bet on Clemson. If you ain't betting on Clemson, what are you doing?" What are you doing? That was pretty big, much his tone.
1: And who can play win, Big win. Big win. Hats off to Clemson. Hats off to Clemson on getting that one. And we're going to see. Is it short-lived? Because next up, they play Georgia Tech. That—that <laughs> That is a trap game. Like, if we can call it that, of a... Of, uh, With two five and four teams going up against each other, Georgia five and uh, actually uh, is Georgia actually is Georgia Tech five and four? I mean, let me double check. I know Clemson is, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see, as I as I research very quickly, Georgia Tech is five and four. Two five and four ball clubs, hey, we squaring off like against you. each other, vying for bowl eligibility. <laughs> Who would have thought that Clemson would not be bowl eligible at week eleven of the college football season? Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> not me. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> That's not gonna be easy game. What's the line right now? Clemson 14 and a half? <laughs> hmm. We'll keep that in mind for Bolton's bets. Mm-hmm. You know I'm a big I'm 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 big on Georgia Tech and that offense. Yeah. They've been putting up points lately. That's <laughs> going that that ain't gonna be no walk in the park. No.
0: Not at all. It, yeah, like you it, it's it's not going to be a walking apart. Like, Georgia Tech is a, is a pretty good team, but... They are clicking. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Clemson is going to... I don't think they're going to lay down in this game, I think. After beating the Notre Dame team, that was pretty good heading into this game. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> that definitely brought them some confidence. I'm sure
1: it has, mm-hmm. but man, we'll see. Yeah, they need to keep this. They need to keep it up because if Lord, if they do lose to Georgia Tech, mm, mm, mm. they were right back at square one again. <laughs> you're right back to it. Right back to it. Like you, you might as well not even beat Notre Dame if that's what you're going to turn around and do. They got to finish the season strong. Yeah, you have to. They they definitely have to, and we got to touch on it real quick. A and M plays Mississippi State, I believe too. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've been saying it all year. <laughs> if if Jimbo loses this game, he's out of here. I think he's. I think he's done. I think he's if done. they lose to this Mississippi State team, oh boy, <laughs> what's the spread for this one? a and by 18 points, and rightly so. <laughs> I, I Look,
0: I don't think that spread is correct at all. I look for this game by, like, midweek. The spread will change rapidly.
1: Where do you anticipate it being by midweek? Probably by seven.
0: Because, and, and I didn't want to mention this, but getting a little intel from the Mississippi State camp. um, There is kind of rumblings that Max Johnson might not be available for this game.
1: I can see that because he did get injured.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, um, Whatever injury he he sustained um, after that Ole Miss game. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Might set him back. For this if game. that's the case, Jimbo has to bring his third string QB. They might as well be run. They might as well run Wildcat with Devin Stewart back there all game. <laughs> hey, <laughs> why not? It might work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, it probably can work on on this defense. Like this, oh, this State defense boy. is tired. They. All they've done all season is literally try to defend people that they just can't defend right now. Man.
1: Yeah. Because you can't play offense. <laughs> they can't. They can't. <laughs> it's A&M, another team vying for bowl eligibility. They are 5-4. and four. <laughs> If they lose this game to Mississippi State... It, it, and Mississippi to, that would give Mississippi State the same record as them and let me see. If I'm not mistaken, that would probably give Mississippi State a better conference record as well. Oh nope, nope, nope. The Bulldogs are one five in conference play. A and M is three and three. They did have that loss to Miami and non con. Yeah. So boy, really, boy boy, really but still. stay at this point would just be
0: they they're, they're just trying to rally towards the end of this season, potentially they're just trying to make try a to game. Bowl, yeah, potentially try to get bowl eligible and go from there. And for the players, like even though this is a veteran team, a lot of these players are gonna be going. So, after this season, so you need like the the younger talent to get more reps, honestly. So, I mean, it'd be huge for Mississippi State to get five and five for the season. With yeah, a chance they, to get they six definitely wins. need to win
1: this one. Yeah, they definitely It's fine. I, I don't see, I mean, I know it's the egg bowl and anything can happen, but I don't see them winning. I don't see them winning the against Ole Miss this year. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think th- there's no way. <laughs>
1: there's,
0: there's, <laughs> there's no way they can, win, they can win that game at this point.
1: It's just it's uh, too much. It, 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 I think. I have not seen anything that, that gives much. me any hope to believe that they would win that ball game. Mm-hmm. But, man, oh, man. What a what a slate it was! Florida State was in a sneaky close game to pit twenty four to seven. Mm-hmm. If it was raining, it could have. We, we could have some potential right there. <laughs> I know, I know. It, it look. The, it always
0: comes down to this: <laughs> rain, the Pittsburgh. weather.
1: Was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was there. Everything was there.
0: <laughs>
1: Everything was there. Uh, Colorado was in a close one with Oregon State. Mm-hmm. The Buffs needed that one, but you know they just continue to struggle offensively. Yeah, it.
0: it I, I think we've talked about it a lot, a lot on the show. It, it is just what it is now with Colorado. Um, you know they can't run the football, man. No, they they can't. But hey. I don't think Dion's lying when he's talking about <laughs> there will be changes. This man is gonna have act, a act. second coming and of the in.
1: purge <laughs> with his team. <laughs> he is. There will be some changes made for sure. Absolutely, he is
0: going to rip this team limb from limb when he gets a chance. And you got signing day coming.
1: Oh, he he already has his list. But that's the thing it'll be interesting to see how improved the line is even if he does bring in some new offensive linemen whether it's you know via the portal mm-hmm. this uh, offensive line group takes time to develop you know it's just not just it ain't something you just plug and play at least I don't think no so I'm curious to see how this pans out moving forward mm-hmm. nah, we'll see
0: we'll see We'll see. We'll see. We will see. Another great week. Anything else you want to touch on? No, no, um, no, I was just going to say it was another great week. Um, we're heading to week 11 now. And, yeah, I think we got our our little dose of calamity in college football, um, I mentioned, yes. mentioned
1: it during the preview, prediction show, but we got a, we got a hint, a hint of chaos, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep, you and Georgia was on the ropes a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it was, I think
0: overall they they handled it about as perfect as possible. So um, definitely. So we'll, we'll see this week with the Ole Miss game. See what happens. But um, you're man, right, man. But well, yeah, well, as we head out, Chris, go ahead and let the good folks know where they can find you on um social media.
1: I'll let your boy on Instagram at chris bolton underscore and on Twitter at chris underscore bolton underscore. Well, I said Twitter on X at chris underscore bolton ah, underscore twelve. Get at me, and we can we chop it up talk college football and pro NBA I mean wrestling it doesn't matter everything
0: yeah. and you can also follow me on X as well um, it's at listen to KSW all one handle I'm on there talking about everything college football uh, video games Um, wrestling all of that stuff so yeah um, definitely follow me um, then on there Um, but yep that's it for us guys we always appreciate y'all listening in on the show and we will be back next well not next Friday but this Friday (laughs) I should (laughs) say um, where we'll have our prediction show for week 11 of the college football season along with Another edition of Bolton's Bits. So, be sure to listen in. Get you some, you know, get you some intel on on how these games are gonna go. I know Chris will. We're
1: doing well with Bolton's
0: best. Four and two, baby. Yeah, we we doing it. We doing it. So yeah, I'm, I'm very much glad that the folks can listen in. That way. They can get that knowledge, Chris. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going for the clean sweep this week. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Bol Bull- Bolton's bets is-, is definitely in for for the sweeps. I- I- I'll tell you that. So, hey, I- mm-hmm. I- and I think I think we'll have another another great show this week for y'all. So, um, so yeah. Um, Until then guys, y'all take care and we will see y'all later on this week. Peace. Peace.